le podcast UHF 62e est sur l'Internet. The bad clowns freak them out. Welcome back to the UHF 62nd, where we break down the movie UHF one sort of minute at a time. I am Jonathan Carlyle. I am David Johnson. And I am Tony Consiglio. Woo! All right. <laughs> Hi, Tony. How's it going, for... guys? Thank you for having me. Thanks for jumping right in there. Well, I didn't know if that was my cue, but I said, well, it's dead air. I might as well talk. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> sounds great. <laughs> uh, this, this, uh, let's just get it started right away before we get lost here. So this is episode nine, where we are examining what we call the minute nine. It begins with George asking Bob to bash it right in, and it ends with uh, Bob telling George that he's ruining his life. Emotions are running high. I was going to say, this, this is a comedy, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I would say last episode, we actually went over a little bit, and we talked about crowbars. We talked about five bucks. Um, so, Tony, I, w- I was curious. They talk about this $5 that George still owes Bob. Mm-hmm. What do you think that $5 was for? I assume it was canned food. And when you when you need <laughs> and seriously when you when you're, you know, down and out, you need $5. I assume it's for canned food. Something, you know, that you can either heat up like a hobo, you know, over a fire or just open, you know, cans of beans and just eat them straight from the can, you know. Yeah, my my speculation was that these uniforms that they're still wearing, even though they got fired, I guess that they had to use the five dollars to like put a deposit down on their own uniform, <laughs> just to just to twist the knife and Bob a little bit that he actually had to pay him to get the job, but that they just got fired from, and I don't know all that good stuff. <laughs> that's most most likely. That's probably what it is. Or maybe they just left it open like that, where you have no idea. You have to, you know, makes you makes you ponder. Maybe uh, George used all of um, Bob's hair product because they, they I, those two guys with their hairstyles, I'm figuring they go through kind of a lot of product. Yeah, there's a lot of hair between the two of them. <laughs> yeah, Bob has a massive amount of hair, and it's it's so painfully 80s or 90s, <laughs> I guess. <laughs> 80s, I guess the 90s hadn't happened yet, so... Oof. We don't get to find out about that $5, because we were interrupted suddenly by glass shattering and a body falling to the sidewalk, which I think is number two of the bodies falling to the ground gag in this movie. <laughs> I'm not sure if I'm going to keep up with that count, because they've got another count starting in this minute, too, which is the stupid count, so we actually have two stupids in this minute. <laughs> <laughs> two bodies falling on the windows and two stupids. There you go, one for one. Yeah. <laughs> So, uh, just to be clear, are you counting um, George and Bob uh, falling from, you know, when Big Edna kicks them out of Burger World? Or is that the first uh, body falling that, to the ground? Yes. Uh, okay. Should I count that as two because it's two bodies or just one event? Or Well, they land simultaneously. <laughs> that should be one event if they fall oh, simultaneously. <laughs> It's just one seismic wave, so that's it. Uh, so, yeah, we get this. The guy saying stupid is Cooney. Uh, this is our introduction to Cooney. Getty. Is that right? Am I saying that right? Getty Watanabe? You are saying it 
correct, although the only reason he's called Getty is because his grandfather, who was Japanese, could not pronounce his actual name, which is Gary. Uh-huh. Ah, okay. That's pretty good. So I, I was doing some research, and, and there's some some uh, funny stuff. Because this UHF is one of those movies that really introduced me to a lot of people. Um, so I know that there's a lot of people that know Getty Watanabe from other things, like 16 Candles, which I've never seen. He, he's probably like our first big name that we've seen yes. so far, you know, besides our two big guys. So Getty Watanabe, he was he was uh, born and raised in Utah. Mm. So again, I, I was introduced to him through this movie. I kind of assumed, yes, he's obviously Asian American, but uh, the, the accent that he puts on is not... A real accent. <laughs> when he was auditioning for Sixteen Candles, he put on the accent, and so everyone was fooled. And then he, you know, spoke in American English, and and uh, he was he was actually nervous about dropping back to American English because he thought that he was going to be fired for basically lying to everybody. Uh, but they seemed to they seemed to love it and thought it was hilarious, so they just kind of kept going with it. I guess that in itself has been a a point of contention. For a lot of people, because he's he's I guess. Asian. Yeah, he's he's really he's really putting it on, not just for this movie, but for other movies too, and the fact that he's faking that accent and really hamming it up. Yeah, I was gonna say, is it, is is that on the line of being racist or or politically incorrect? I mean, I'm sure at the time they didn't think twice. They're like, he's Asian, make him you know, give him an accent, people will laugh. Yeah, yeah I did actually listen to a bunch of interviews with him. His take on it seems to be that that's just what he did he worked and he had a lot of fun doing the jobs that he did and i think he he's kind of taking the position more of like well it's too bad that there wasn't more asian exposure in movies but this yeah. is just what he was doing so if you would imagine that there was a lot more asians in the movie culture at the time then it wouldn't have been as big of a deal you know he would have just been like a speck um that's i don't know true. if that's the right way to go but that's how he's looking at it you know who was also uh, a bit a famous Asian American was B.D. Wong, and I don't remember him ever doing voices. I guess more because he was more of a dramatic, although even dramatic actor, he could have put on a. I don't know. I never remember a lot of stuff he did that had Asian uh, an Asian accent. I only uh, I can only think of him in Jurassic Park, and he certainly didn't have it in Jurassic <laughs> no. Park. So that would have been, uh... <laughs> been very jarring all of a sudden. Got yeah. it. Uh, Asian accent. Well, I guess he he, he did a show. Didn't he do like uh, Law and Order for the longest time too? That's why I remember seeing him the most. Okay. And he certainly didn't have one there either. Well, yeah, looking, looking through his filmography, I was I was recognizing him in some other things, but uh, I think the biggest thing that popped up in my head was his short little bit in that thing you do as just ah, one, of, yes. one of the camera guys. He doesn't have an accent in that one. One uh, thing that jumped out to me on his IMDb uh, list was that he did. He was on an episode of the Weird Al show as Cooney, so he went on the Weird Al show in the late '90s and reprised uh, this role. <laughs> but I, I don't think I. Uh, of course, he was on um, ER for many, many episodes, but I never saw that show. I didn't. I didn't recognize a lot uh, on his IMDb list. I heard in an interview that uh, he thought. Not not to disparage the show, but he thought that his character on ER was one of the most boring characters that he's played because it's actually probably the character that's closest to him. Like he he always likes to play a character. He likes to put on the mask. He likes to do something else. Oh, uh, one more piece of trivia for him is that he never ate a Twinkie Wiener sandwich. <laughs> Getty I, I, never did. Never did. Well, that's that would be a good segue into uh, talking about that. But I just I um, before we move inside the apartment and start getting into all that. 
I want to talk about the logistics of um, Beginner's Day. Why would you put the beginners near the window? <laughs> I don't I don't understand Cooney's plan, and I also am wondering how often he's replacing the windows. That would be expensive. So, yeah, in a, be- in a beginner's class, too, are they doing throwing already in beginner's? Or did this guy like just get? <laughs> did he get kicked and get pushed out the window? Or yeah, I, I always assumed he just got you know did the over the shoulder throw and the guy just flew out the window. Well, who is actually maybe? I mean, maybe Cooney is so frustrated with these beginners that he's throwing them out the window. <laughs> that would That's be possible. Real, that'd be really hard because the second one that comes out is on the window next to him. So uh, I suppose so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He he could be he could be that good though. I don't know. <laughs> Yeah, we never actually see him practice karate. He could be that good. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I assume when people sign up for karate in his class, there is a stipulation at the bottom that says you may possibly get thrown out a window. <laughs> <laughs> so how, how many people are in his class that he just lost two of them in the, just a matter of seconds? Yeah, he's not concerned about it. He's not. Uh, he must have more students. Imagine a room full like 20 to 30 people. They're just like they're just bustling to get pushed out. <laughs> Waiting. <laughs> call me stupid. Call me stupid. Because no, not until after you're out the window. Sorry. Yeah, maybe he's the like who's the chef that like yells at everybody and he's really mean. Maybe that's like his Cooney shtick. Is he's just like <laughs> he's the, the Gordon Ramsay of karate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I hate I hate to run away from Getty from Cooney already, but there is more to this minute. Do you have any other any other Cooney things before we take off? Not at this time. Do we want to move over to the Twinkie Wiener sandwich? Tony, uh, Jonathan and I kind of did a um, a special extra separate episode about Twinkie Wiener sandwiches where we both actually prepared and ate Twinkie Wiener sandwiches while we were <sighs> recording. Oh, my um, God. So we've we've kind of experienced that. Have you ever had a Twinkie Wiener sandwich? I have never had a Twinkie Wiener sandwich. I I, I just assumed it would give me like a really like wicked case of agita. <laughs> I couldn't imagine. Oh, just the idea of hot dogs and and Twinkies. Uh, at that point, was Weird Al vegetarian? I assume he wasn't because he ate it. No. Yeah. He was not. Yeah, he said he had about seven um, oh my while God. they were filming this sequence. Seven. Oh. oh. <laughs> so what did you guys think? I, I assume you guys spoke about it, but were you put off by it? Was it mildly okay? Or Yeah, the cheese whiz was a little bit difficult because I that's not a normal part of my diet. Um <laughs> <laughs> It was okay. I remember having the biggest struggle for me was the overall texture, but yeah. it was it was okay. Was the hot dog cold or was it hot? Uh, I, uh, I think I started with a warm one, and then it got colder as we kept talking before we ate it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that sounds about right. Oh, actually, I tried two of them. Uh, so I would say that there is a chance that I liked it. But it was a very specific chance, a very specific bite. The first bite was not good. Like, the balance was all wrong. Once you got to the middle of it, if you got some a good bite of cream with the Twinkie and the, the wiener and the cheese, yeah. it was a decent mixture. But any other bite, any other iteration just just wasn't doing it for me. I tried it also with a chocolate peanut butter Twinkie, and that was, that was wrong. 
I should never. Oh. <laughs> now, did you do like what they do in the in the hot dog eating contest? Did you like soak it in milk, like he like Weird Al did in in the movie, where he just kind of dipped it in milk and and ate it? <laughs> I tried it with milk. That like, did you really? That seems oh, yeah. like it would make it worse. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was already having a problem with mine falling all apart before doing that, so I did not dip yeah. mine in milk. So, have do you enjoy? The three elements of the Twinkie Wiener sandwich separately. Like, what? How are you with Twinkies? How are you with hot dogs? I have no problem with Twinkies or hot dogs or even cheese whiz. You know, I don't, I don't eat those things regularly or you know, not every day, at least I should say. <laughs> but I certainly do not put them together. I say that like it's gross. I'm sure people put together worse <laughs> things, but. <laughs> Uh, no, I, it never, I mean, I saw it in a movie and I assume it was for shock value and, and like I said, the first, my first reaction is like, oh, this is going to give me the worst heartburn. I cannot. <laughs> so, uh, are there other foods you guys have made weird concoctions of? No, uh, but I think we're going to be getting into that later on. Ah, bit. okay. Um, <laughs> But let no me problem. ask you this, Tony. I mean, yes. I, I, can we talk about your your Mayo cast that you're you're doing with? Uh, of course, uh, you can. Alex? Yes, I haven't signed okay. anything. Alex didn't make me sign anything, so I can talk about it. <laughs> so our listeners may not know, but you have a, a Mayo cast. Um, do you want to yes. explain that really quick for anybody that may not know? Sure. Uh, one, uh, it was one time I was visiting Alex and uh, and. Uh, he he is one of the two guys who does the Star Wars Minute podcast, and I go on there occasionally. And uh, when I was there to visit him, he's like, hey, can we do a weekend edition episode while you're here? And I said, sure. So we set up the microphones. It was him and uh, and his brother. That's right. His brother was there also, uh, Andrew, who does uh, – they also does a, co- a podcast about Godfather, the Godfather Minute podcast. Mm-hmm. And uh, – I don't know. I don't remember now how mayonnaise came up, and I thought I would just start babbling on about mayonnaise because I, I little, I grew some. I would say half my diet growing up as a child was mayonnaise. Um, like on, <laughs> yeah, like Wonder Bread mayonnaise, which made me into this fit, healthy, svelte person I am today. Which. <laughs> Yeah, so I just went on and on, and then afterward, Alex is like, "We should do a whole mayo." mayo podcast and i was like you really think we can fill a whole podcast about mayonnaise and he's like do you think we can i was like that sounds like a challenge to me let's start it and that was it (laughs) started looking stuff up and there was information and like urban legends i this stuff that i would never have thought about about mayonnaise which was hysterical I imagine at this uh, point where they've, they've got hundreds and hundreds of episodes about Star Wars. I imagine like three or more episodes about mayonnaise isn't that big of a deal. No, it isn't that big of a deal. No, definitely not. <laughs> but if some people are, are, you know, it's one of those love-hate things. There's people that hate mayonnaise. And I think the viewers or the viewers, the listeners who hate mayonnaise, they listen even more than the people that love mayonnaise. <laughs> listen how crazy it is. Listen to that. Listen yeah, to that. like – What's wrong with these guys? <laughs> I I grew up as a Miracle Whip person, but now I have developed into a mayonnaise guy. Um, okay. I don't know if that's good or bad or worse or better. I don't know. Certainly doesn't sound good. Developed into a mayonnaise <laughs> <Yeah>. guy. 
I think marshmallow, uh, Stay Puft Marshmallow guy, but it's just a little grosser. Uh, just... <laughs> but yeah, I, you know, when I was a kid, my parents tried to force me to eat pasta, and I did not like pasta. And I did not, you know, and it was a sacrilegious as an Italian to not be eating pasta. <laughs> so uh, my mother said, well, I don't know what to feed you. You figure it out. And so I went into the refrigerator and I pulled out jar mayonnaise, <laughs> which I'd eaten before, but like in sandwiches, not really uh, by itself. But since my mother, and I was a kid, I was like maybe six years old or seven. And my at the time, my mother was just like, go ahead, make your own food. I'm not making it for you. And my the only thing I knew how to do is slap mayonnaise on the bread and <laughs> the occasional, like, craft slice of cheese. And and I would eat that. And my mother was like, are you happy? That's what you're going to eat? And I go, this is the most delicious meal I've ever had in my life. <laughs> and that was the contentious <laughs> that was, that was That was the relationship I had with my mother. She would just stand there. She's like, good. I hope you like it. And I go, I do. <laughs> Went for 18 years, I did that. <laughs> Eating mayonnaise sandwiches out of spite. Nice. Spite sandwiches. Spite sandwiches. <laughs> well, given that background information, if you were tasked with creating a Twinkie Wiener sandwich, but you had to replace one of the ingredients with mayonnaise, <laughs> which would it be? Uh, I definitely... Uh, in in reality, I would probably remove the hot dog. I would have no problem opening up a Twinkie and slathering it with mayonnaise, and then <laughs> topping it with <laughs> cheese whiz and eating that. Oh, okay, so man, that is not the one I was expecting. <laughs> really, that the hot dog is a part of it that just makes me, you know, wince. Which I'm just like, oh, <laughs> and because I eat my hot dogs with sauerkraut, and the I, you know. So the idea of even sauerkraut on a hot dog on a Twinkie, that alone, I would probably just I would fall over, <laughs> grow with disgust. But I would say, and I don't even really like hot dogs either. But uh, I would say that the hot dog is probably the least offender in that whole concoction. Really? Yeah. <laughs> like it probably depends on, on what kind of wiener you get, but uh, maybe well, I will. Maybe I will try it then. If you say it's bland, as long as I don't get one of these like fancy. Uh, hot dogs. I I'd say I would I would tell anybody that the biggest thing is is your amount of cheese. Just don't don't go crazy really? with the cheese. Yeah, go easy on the cheese. Yeah, cheese in quote in quotation marks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, real quick, speaking oh. of food, we'll see it next minute too. But I just was noticing that on the shelves in the in the minute, we've got a lot of Quaker oats. It was like they went to the store and just bought like a box of a few different things, and that's about all they did. So they've got like multiple Quaker oats. They've got lots of Skippy jars around, um, Dinty Moors all over the place. So there's your canned food for the five bucks. Um, uh, there's see. there's one can of Maxwell House, and there's a, a bunch of Animal Cracker boxes around. Mm-hmm. And there is a gas pump filled with jelly beans. Mm-hmm. Is it jelly beans or or gumballs? I didn't know if it was. I looked at it a couple of times, and it looked like jelly beans to me, but it could have been gumballs. I only looked because at first I thought they were translucent. I was like, oh, is it filled with gummy bears? And, mm. and then I was like, I think they're jelly beans. I think I would prefer gummy bears, but I can't imagine them like falling through the machine and coming out very well. Yeah, jelly <laughs> gummy bears <laughs> seems like a bad choice for a, coming through. They'll clog up and you're going to stick a plunger in there. On a warm day, they're just like seeping <laughs> out. Get of them the... out. <laughs> <laughs> 
I uh, wanted to talk a little bit about uh, their apartment too, but uh, before we get there, I, I wanted to go back just for a second. You know, George makes this Twinkie Wiener sandwich and brings it over to Bob, and he says, "Look what I've got here, uh, Twinkie Wiener sandwich. It's your favorite." Do we think that this is actually Bob's favorite, or is this George's favorite? And he made it for himself, knowing Bob wouldn't touch it, so that he could have it. That has to be the. Bob seems like he seems like he's the, the straight guy in this situation i can't imagine he's eating twinkie hot dog sandwiches yeah i mean he seems like peanut butter and jelly all the way to me yeah i wonder if there was a day since they seem to be so poor and and down and out that maybe there was a day that that's all they had was they had a twinkie they had a wiener and they had the spray cheese so george went for it and bob was like okay you know this will sustain me for the day so george is like hey i can make that that's something i can do that's your favorite now (laughs) i'm just the way i'm choosing for that to be your favorite yes (laughs) Just like he's shoving his fingers in his friend's mouth. like. Speaking of that, I have to tell you, I did a little experiment about that. Um, <laughs> what I did was I – while I was sitting on a couch with my wife and she was looking at me and just talking, when she – at one moment – after I watched this minute, it was like a few days ago I watched this minute. And we were sitting there watching TV. And, and when I watched that second, you know, that moment when he puts his finger in his mouth to do a smiley face – I was like, that's not easy to do, to just kind of stick your fingers in. And obviously, if that person knows it's happening, then, you know, you go with it. But to just do it, you know, surprisingly. So I tried that with my wife. I stuck my – she was maybe finishing a word, and I stuck my fingers in her mouth and tried to – and her reaction was just like, what are you doing? And I – and the worst – and I felt terrible as I think I cut her gums with one of my nails. Oh. I know, it was terrible. I felt terrible. I said it was all for a podcast. And she goes, what are you telling me right now? Just shoving your fingers in my mouth because of a podcast about Weird Al Yankovic? She did not. She didn't understand what was going on. I said, this is... So you told her which podcast it was for? I did, yes. Yes. (laughs) I did happen to notice early on when he's making the Twinkie Wiener sandwich that his fingernails were cut very, very short. So I wonder if that had anything to do with the... uh... The, the lip service there? It might be, because, you know, I, I not that I have long nails, but, you know, just, you know, I, I trim them every, like, six months. So I don't understand why it was, you know, it's <laughs> joking about the six months. I, she, I cut my nails a lot sooner than that. But, <laughs> but I, she, you know, it wasn't as easy. I When I did that, she, she <laughs> the, the, the complete and utter, you know, like, r- jump of, like, what? Why are you doing this? And I, 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 I didn't regret it. That was the part that I feel bad about. <laughs> All right. Well, that answers my question then about how close you would want someone else's fingers into your mouth. Yeah, like no. That, but... No, that's not a good idea. And that was my wife. She was just like, that was disgusting. She went, push your teeth out the door. Amazing. Well, uh, thank you for doing that research, Tony. Oh, yes. Yeah, so that was that was not – Bob's reaction was not a genuine reaction, I believe. Although it's not really a science experiment unless it's tested at least three times, right? Good luck, guys. <laughs> oh, we need the control. We need the control. We can't all do it. I can't do it again. Not for weirdo? <laughs> oh, I don't know. We'll probably, I'll probably be going to court for some reason over this. <laughs> but your honor – 
<laughs> divorce shouldn't go through. It's for, for UHS. Yeah, he should understand if he if you um, show him your credential that you uh, shared with Jonathan and I. You showed us a picture of uh, you are a card carrying member, are you not? I am. Yes, it post personal club? friends of Al. I don't even know if it still exists, but yeah. uh, I assume it does. But back then, I remember I, you, I sent in some ridiculous amount of money. I'm sure for as, at that time it was probably like. 20 bucks or 15 bucks i don't know but i remember i had to wait like six to eight weeks and that seemed like an eternity and you know i got the newsletters and and photos and it was just it was uh, very funny i enjoyed it it was a lot of fun i was just like huh screw you with your with your tv shows and i was like i'm part of i'm part of this elite club (laughs) <laughs> I would think that if you presented that card to the judge, that would basically be a get out of jail free card. I think. I think point. so. I think at this point, if I did show that and I said, "Look," and I exhibit A would be the minutes nine and ten of UHF. Exhibit B would be the podcast where I talk about it, and exhibit C, you know, just as a clincher, would be the the my my card. So I have one more thing about the Twinkie Wiener sandwich. I know that we kind of uh, postulated that maybe this was they were down on their luck, and that's all the food that they had, um, uh, you know, on hand. But uh, the origin of this is uh, French in nature. It is French cuisine. Oh, nice! Is it really? Do you have like a name mm-hmm. of the the first person who introduced it to the world or anything? Uh, Vincent Trigot. Whoa! Wow! I, Twinkies are are. Very American. Oh, I'm making all this up. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's very possible. I <laughs> could use a little we... bit of French. Voila! <laughs> Delicious. There's still a lot more to see in this apartment, but I think we've got a whole other minute. Most of a whole other minute mm-hmm. to yes. go over all of that. I didn't tell you guys about what I used to make when I was a kid. It wasn't really a, a recipe, but what besides I besides the mayo do, sandwiches, besides the mayo sandwiches. Uh, I used to melt ice cream. Like I loved coffee ice cream. I used to melt it. I used to just sit, leave a bowl out until it was liquid. Uh, and then I would pour a bunch of flour into it and make it elastic, like wow. almost like almost like Play-Doh. And I would sit in front of the TV and eat that. I would pick at that and make <laughs> little animals and stuff out of it and eat them. That's... <laughs> Not making that up. And my mother would scream at me that I was going to get worms, which I didn't. I still to this day do not know what that means. You get worms? Worms? From flour? flour. I guess the raw flour? I don't know. I never. I should have looked that up. I'm sorry. I didn't do my. And do my huh. due diligence on that. Is it is it bad to eat raw flour? I don't know. I mean, I mean I, I've eaten raw flour, like raw cookie dough and stuff, so I don't know. Well, people worry about that because yeah. they're eggs, but flour, that's like... My mother swore huh. up and down that if you eat raw flour, you will get worms. I assume it's her trying to scare me away from finishing all of her flour. <laughs> well, I would think that you would have, I would have rebuttaled that. Then, mom, then your your flour's got worms in it. Then. You need to get better don't flour. Get, don't get flour with worms in it, then. <laughs> I was I would always finish it, and then I go, oh, I'd pretend my stomach was churning. I go, the worms. <laughs> you're joking. She'd say, you're joking now. <laughs> oh man, amazing. Oh, uh, I just, one little housekeeping thing from last episode. We were um, talking about whether we thought George and, and uh, Bob were squatting there or 
or what, but I did the, we got to correct this before somebody um, messages us all angry on the internet. There is a deleted scene that's referenced where Cooney says something about George being late with the rent. So George and Bob are renting this apartment from Cooney, just to be clear on that. Do you have access to that deleted scene? It's not on the discs that I have. No, it's referenced by Al in the uh, commentary. There's a lot of deleted scenes that are on the disc that don't have mm-hmm. anything to do with the plot. You know, they're just little extra bits that you're like, oh, yeah, that's it, okay. I'm glad it's not in the movie. Yeah, but that's a sweet apartment they got there. I mean, they've they've dressed it up nicely, but uh, I don't know. I don't know if I could. Uh, it depends on how late the classes go. <laughs> that's true. I guess there's, there's body parts smashing through. I guess that's is that's the next <laughs> minute. I shouldn't uh, go into that. Minute. <laughs> yeah, yeah. With with my construction experience, uh, you know, Spider Man always says that nobody ever looks up. So if you look up, you can see in the back of the apartment that they've got like exposed uh, insulation. And yeah, stuff like that. So. <laughs> They're in the Bohemian neighborhood, maybe. That's what it is. Well, all right. Shall we reconvene uh, at a later date to discuss Minute 10? Oh, no, no, no. I guess. I don't know. I suppose. We'll make you a flour and mayonnaise sandwich. (laughs) Oh, stop. (laughs) Throw in some melted ice cream. And some worms. Worms. Tony, thank you very much for coming on. Oh, thank Um, you very much for having me on. It's been a lot of fun. Uh, I'm going to uh, attempt to do some um, social media stuff because I don't think we've done that in several episodes. But uh, <laughs> you can follow us on Twitter at UHF62ND. Um, you can email us at UHF62nd. That's UHF62ND at gmail.com. And please join our Facebook group, Town Talk. And uh, don't uh, review us on iTunes. I can't stand iTunes. I Did I, miss I don't want to say this, but I ca- I kind of want to see people's bad reviews. Just be creative, like because I don't care about iTunes either. So, so if you want to put a bad review on there, but you have to be creative. I don't want to just read a, a one star. This is the worst. I want you, it to be fun. You guys haven't gotten bad reviews, have you? That. No, not yet. Oh, you're not gonna <laughs> get any. Come on. I just don't like to see a one star without any any commentary on it. That seems lazy. That is lazy. You gotta back that up if you're gonna give one star. If you're gonna give one star, then at least leave your phone number and address so that right. we can contact you <laughs> and we find out. Get down to it. <laughs> get down. Give them worms. <laughs> Shh, don't say that on. on they'll get the worms, all right. <laughs> don't, they don't need to know right away. Twinkie wormy sandwich. <laughs> Let me be your hog. And also, the other thing was, I didn't even know what she meant by worms. And then when she told me tapeworms that come out of your skin, and I was so grossed out. But it, it's, I muscled through. I still finished all that, that ice. I don't. I was like, okay, let's see. Let me be your hog. Wait a minute! Did tapeworms come out of your skin? I thought those came out of your no. You well, know, no, she, no. My mother told me stories because she was like, "Oh, one woman had one poking out of her leg. She had a cut in her leg, and Whoa. one literally started to come out of her leg, and was like, she was sitting there, and next thing you know, a worm's little head popped out <laughs> of, her, of a cut in her <laughs> leg." 
And then she, she pulled it out. And I was like, what do you mean she pulled it out? And she said it was like four feet long. I'm like, I don't, these can't be true stories. <laughs> but they are. <laughs> these things do happen. If we were catering to anybody's appetite, I, I think we just killed it. Yeah, we definitely killed it. <laughs> Do not, don't eat while you're listening to. I'm not saying it at the end of the episode. Oh, don't eat while you're listening to this. <laughs> I just like that you. In order for you to eat ice cream, like everybody else, like just puts it in a bowl and starts eating it. You're like, oh no no, it's got to sit out for a while. Like this is a process, and then once that's done, we got to enter the flour, and then we got to play with it. So it's like. 45 minutes later, you're you're finally eating your ice cream. I am a, a, a cook for – I do that for a living. So I think maybe those are the days <laughs> when I learned to prep my food ahead of time. I was like, oh, yes, today I scheduled my coffee ice cream dough. So I need to leave ice cream out for at least half an hour to 45 minutes. <laughs> I really want to see you as a kid at a birthday party. <laughs> Cake and ice cream? Yes, but uh, do you have flour? Would you have a cup of flour? <laughs> it's going to be a while. <laughs> It'll be a while. Everyone's already done. And they're like, Tony, why don't you eat your ice cream? In time. I look like I just finished a bag of cocaine. I'm like covered in flour. I just, my mouth is just all going. <laughs> I couldn't wait for the ice cream to melt. A big poof. <laughs> exactly. There'll be smoke, like puffs of flour coming out of my mouth. That is a thing, though. I, th- I think we're done. That is a funny thing. Or maybe it's not funny, but uh, we we haven't ever figured out an ending, so it ends differently every single time. So <laughs> <laughs> I think we're we gonna call it for this one. Yeah, that sounds that sounds good. We'll probably do like the uh, that thing where you do the outro music and then oh and then and then do the outro music again. And then oh right and on. then let me be your hog. No, I well, I tell her I'm on podcast, and she goes, "Are you going to be talking on the phone?" She's my grandma. She's like my grandmother. You're going to be talking on the phone. I was like, no, "I'm not on the phone. I'm on a podcast." Okay. I was going to download Whatever. emails later. You can't be on the phone. <laughs> you can't. Dial up. It's a lot of work. <laughs>